0: We'll have to wait and see if Trudeau comes through with his uh, money that he promised during the election campaign to Toronto. If we uh, vote uh, the Liberals back in power, which we did yesterday overwhelmingly in the GTA, and uh, then they were going to throw some money our way for transportation. So this story caught my eye. It involves transportation of a uh, different type. It's the airplane variety, and it, it involves the Pickering Airport Dave Wilkes is uh, the president and CEO of the Building Industry and Land Development Association, simply called BUILD, and uh, he joins the the show right now. And you've got a great um, argument here for why we need to get on with the Pickering Airport. Good to have you on the show.
1: Good morning. Good to be here.
0: Now, this is an airport. I don't, I'm not really familiar with. I'm not. I wasn't around when it was first conceived. It was conceived at the end of the '60s. Contemplated for more than 50 years. Where is the Pickering Airport right now? Like, what point of build are we at?
1: Yeah, we're not. Uh, so, so, and that's why um, I had uh, written the article about the um, uh, the growth, uh, really, in the context of the growth that we're experiencing within the GTA. And, and revisiting the question about the need for the Pickering airport, uh, so right now the land has been um, um, uh, banked, if you will uh, by the federal airport uh, federal government excuse me um, the uh, the airport uh, lands are lying dormant uh, at this particular stage, so there's no uh, no activity uh, uh, with respect to uh, building the uh, Uh, the the facility at this point in time which is which is why we thought it was important to raise the issue and and have the, the, the debate about whether the airport is needed Uh, As I indicated, we do believe it is. Um, We're not experts in air traffic or or airports, uh, and I I certainly want to share with that that's not our perspective uh, to your listeners. But what we are experts are and do take a a long and hard look at is the growth of the region and how we have the right infrastructure and right housing uh, supply uh, to facilitate the growth of of the GTA.
0: In your column, which is in the Toronto Sun, you mention a number of compelling reasons why we should be building a new major airport in the east, First of all, who would this airport service in Pickering?
1: Um, so, uh, to, reiter- to reiterate, it's, uh, the airport um, land is, has been banked. Uh, the airport is not there right That's now.
0: That's right, but, but know, we, yeah.
1: yeah. Sorry, yeah, and I just want to uh, make sure because, you know, the Pickering Airport has, uh, I used to live in Pickering uh, several decades ago, and, and it's been a, a topic that creates great emotion uh, when people uh, 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 discuss it. I, I certainly remember when I, I lived in that, uh, that great place that uh, it did at that time, and I'm sure it does now, but why, why, as I said, in the article, and why we believe it's time to revisit the debate is that we're seeing uh, Pearson um, uh, get to capacity. We're seeing almost 2.7 million new residents call uh, the GTA home by 2041. Uh, We're seeing that, you know, uh, it can be an opportunity as a a catalyst for economic growth. Uh, We've seen some changes in the uh, Durham region from things like um, automotive industry um, uh, restructuring. So this is an opportunity. And and we've seen that with Pearson where there has been a lot of jobs created not only at the airport itself, but in the surrounding uh, uh, industries that support it. So if I summarize why we think there's the need for the three, Pearson being a, a capacity the, the growth within the population of the GTA, which is, a, uh, which is an obsession that we have at BUILD to understand how we're going to build the infrastructure and the housing to facilitate that, that growth and the economic impact that it will have not only once it's built, but as part of the building through construction and uh, et cetera. So uh, for those reasons, we are, believe there is a compelling case.
0: So the Pickering Airport, which does not exist, is just an empty piece of land right now. Who would that serve? Who, you know, there are a lot of people listening right now in the GTA who would be best served by this. Who's this for?
1: Uh, so passenger air, air uh, traffic would be one of the, uh um, uh, we would see changes in service levels for for those folks. Obviously,
0: but where am I living? That uh, we, like, this is what I'm trying to get at. Maybe I'm oh, I'm, I'm being
1: obtuse here. your question? Yeah. No. Okay. I got it. I'll be. I think the GTA residents, uh, writ all. Um, you know, we have. We're one of the few regions in the world that only has one airport servicing it. Uh, yeah. Pearson. Uh, people come from all over the GTA. I live in the East End, and I uh, I travel uh, to Pearson uh, when I uh, do my business and uh, pleasure travel. I think if you. You had a second option in the east end it would certainly uh relieve uh some of that congestion the pickering to provide uh, people with a, a second option i think ultimately who it serves would be based on the flights and the the service that the airlines that are resident there would offer but you know certainly right now someone living in oshawa someone living in uh, pickering someone living in scarborough as i do their only option, save and accept, uh, city is to go to Pearson, and uh, so this uh, I think would uh, provide a second viable option uh, for a region that is growing tremendously. Okay, and,
0: let me uh, let me ask the, you yeah. this, um, because a lot of people every time the you know airport on uh, the island was brought up, people were like, well, we don't want jets. Would jets be able to yeah. fly into Pickering?
1: Uh, we're, that's that's uh, Those are the discussions that we need to have. I would anticipate this would be uh, an airport that would facilitate all type of aircraft way down the line as far as uh, those types of conversations, but we also do know that uh, uh, when, when Transport Canada has been looking at the lands that they've uh, accumulated for the airport, um, the flight paths that they were anticipating in recent legislation um, uh, passed by federal and provincial governments, those flight paths would be out over um, land that's not currently populated. Uh, so uh, certainly recognizing the need to uh, respect the communities in that area. Already uh, planes that are coming on approach to Pearson, a fly over that area that uh, levels as low as 3,000 feet and certainly um, uh, to a smaller degree of course there's a flight school that is already um, there uh, uh, in that area as well. So there is air traffic in and around Durham mm-hmm. and we believe that the um, conditions that would be placed uh, on this airport um, would respect uh, the communities and it would I would anticipate, as I said, this is speculation at this point in time, because we haven't even decided to build the airport, um, that uh, there would be all types of aircraft, including jets, and, and that, that air, aircraft would be commercial aircraft, so UPS, FedEx, people like that, as well as uh, serving the uh, the passenger needs of the region.
0: It seems like a very Ontario problem to me, that we, we would um, earmark a parcel of land for an airport, sit on it for 50 years, and still not know... if. If we're going ahead with it is this just indicative of how uh, slow we are to get moving with major projects that could really serve us
1: yeah you know it's a very good question and thank you for asking it and i and i i don't know if it's an ontario problem or what it is a problem but it is a problem that's facing the gta region let me give you a couple of other perspectives um to build an airport takes 10 to 15 years we're seeing population growth, as I've described, 2.7 million more residents in the next 20-odd years. So there, there is a lot of change coming to the region, um, and that's change we have to plan for now, which is why we thought it was important to raise this as a, a point of debate. Certainly the regional and local governments uh, in the Durham region believe it is the right thing to do. So um, uh, with that sort of perspective, we, we want to add our voice as well. But one other point, you know, and, and when we look at the needs for housing, It takes 10 to 11 years for a new housing development, whether that's a low-rise development or a condo that we're seeing in our major urban areas, to, to get, you know, built from start to finish. So I think the problem you've identified is that we need to do things quicker. We need to uh, speed up our approval processes. We need to have the courage to identify what we need in the future and start planning for it to now. Because, my goodness, the future looks very different than the present. And if we don't talk about how to get housing online, get the right infrastructure, whether that's airlines or roads or, or uh, uh, schools, this the region is not going to fulfill its full potential, and that's why we raise this and uh, and uh, why we're so passionate about talking about how good the GTA could be.
0: Dave, what kind of response are you receiving from your article in the Toronto Sun?
1: Yeah, so we uh, we actually received a couple of uh, uh, letters to the editor of positives. Um, and uh, and as I said, the other response is uh, from the, the regional governments uh, where they're, uh, we're pleased that we're adding our voice to it. And, and they're they're already down this road. You know, the regional uh, of Durham and the city of Pickering really do believe that this is an opportunity. They believe it's an opportunity not only for the reasons I've talked about, right, economic catalysts, but they also believe that if, you know, um, there are opportunities to release some of the congestion in the GTA if people don't have to travel all the way to Pearson to catch mm-hmm. a flight. Is this is this going to have to, to be better.
0: funded by the uh, by the, some money from the feds? Uh,
1: so there is a, a funding proposal for the Pickering Airport that looks at a large majority of it being private funding. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the land obviously is federally owned, so that would be their component, but uh, uh, some of the groups that are looking at uh, getting this, uh, pardon the pun, off the ground have also done uh, uh, a lot of work to demonstrate that it could be funded privately.
0: All right, Dave, because I was just thinking with a minority government and, you know, uh, Toronto going mainly liberal, uh, that's the time to jump on something like this. You you might have some uh, bargaining power here.
1: Yeah. And I think the bargaining power that we have here is that the need uh, the, the, the uh, sophistication of the uh, current air travel and the, re- and the minimization of uh, impact on local community and the fact that uh, there, are, there is uh, money on the, on the table to uh, support it. So I really think that the time for, uh, to have this debate is now and we, we shouldn't debate too long because the need is urgent.
0: All right, Dave, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time.
1: Always a pleasure. Enjoy this lovely day.
0: I will do. All right, Toronto Star. Son, if you want to read the whole article, uh, Dave Wilkes uh, just wrote. It's it's interesting. Uh, by Chris Creston, well, what's going on? I just what are wanted you to point
1: out that a lot of the people who originally owned this land that was expropriated by the federal government, their kids are really pissed about the fact that they never built anything on it because it was expropriated at 1960s, 1970s prices. In the meantime they could have been sitting on that and they could have sold it now or they could still be using it and in the meantime it's sitting there untouched.